0: with Sneeko when I was in New York oh, a couple months back yeah, and so me and that. him had
1: a long discussion there's a part of the video that I want to show you preach so oh. and something unique happened to me a couple days ago that I'm, I'm still processing and it's like it was it had me thinking like who do I call yeah you know, I can't call the police I can't you know I'm, I don't so I'm, I'm in my apartment I, I've just did all these protests and then I come Come back, and I'm I'm with my girlfriend, and we're both naked in my apartment, I see someone across in the neighboring building taking pictures with the flash on. It's 2 a.m., both high, and I see him. And, like, my girlfriend says, look, he's taking pictures. I don't believe her. Peek out the window. Yeah, I see it. For sure, he's taking pictures. And I've talked to this guy before. I trusted him. But I noticed when I was talking to him and I mentioned my YouTube channel, like, the different. he had a different reaction to other people. It was like, I could feel like he was...
0: Plotting?
1: Yeah. Like... It He wasn't asking out of genuine interest, it's like, what does he have, you know? And so when he's taking pictures of me, it made me feel like I was getting robbed because he knows who I am. He knows these pictures could be valuable. Uh, I don't know if he has them, if they're even good quality, but he could maybe sell them. He could maybe expose me. And so I felt like I was getting robbed and I made a mistake and I threw an egg at him. <laughs> I, he, his window was across and I, I threw a couple of eggs and it landed in his apartment. Big mistake. I didn't. I didn't process, like, I, I lived in Harlem. I didn't, you know, I didn't think that maybe he has a gun. None of that crossed my mind. But maybe he does. And he started yelling from the window, like, I'm going to f*** you up. I'm going to f*** you Next time I'm going to see you. I'm going to f*** you up. You're never safe here. And, like, I don't want to live there anymore. I don't want to live with, you know, my head on a swivel. I don't want to have to worry about my neighbors taking pictures. I don't want to feel unsafe. And he threw a bottle and broke my window at 2 a.m. Chucked. I don't know if he was drunk, but... The shit was broken and I I couldn't stay in my apartment that night. And it's like, who who do I call? Go ahead, say it. Ghostbusters.
2: This This is a disaster. So, uh, this just goes to show, right? Like, there exist people out there that don't have your best interest at heart, right? And I mean, those people are going to take advantage. Now, of course, it wasn't smart of him to to throw an egg at the guy. Uh, Obviously, you don't know who you're dealing with, um, but obviously it's highly disrespectful for the guy to be taking pictures of, of this guy naked. So who's in the wrong here? The truth is that both are in the wrong, right? It's a disaster. Um, and the problem is this. Uh, a Sneaker has no recourse. He's famous, right? His face is known. So uh, all of his actions are going to be judged more harshly than the average person right? So maybe a normal guy could, you know, like, be fine. But Sneeko, for sure, no. So there it is. Hello, and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. So, the stuff I can't put on YouTube, guys. It's patreon.com slash the Heliest Blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Heliest Blog. You can also drop me a donation like Tom M. here. Shoutouts to him. All right, let's continue.
0: This man's out here bearing his heart out, and you out here cutting <laughs> 90s jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: it does raise a, an interesting question,
1: right? If I call the police, the neighborhood's going to think I'm a snitch you know, he's from there, so he has more authority in that neighborhood. Bro, like, if I call at least everybody thinks I'm a snitch, and you know what problems I can, so if I, if I call somebody else, like, then now I'm a criminal. if I call someone else to help me out, like if someone, I don't have a gun or anything. This is a tough thing. As a man, we
0: we have a certain sense of pride, and I think some of it's very much justified. But I think as you get older, you recognize what's at risk. I can't.
2: Right. So Sneeko has a lot to lose, right? So you can't he, he he like you can't call your friends. Actually, I think in that situation, I think you have to get out of the area. You have to go to a place that's less sketchy. You have to you have to leave, you have to move, you have to get out of there because being where you are is dangerous. Right? So you you can't you can't be living there, right? So I mean, that's that, that's what I would say. I would say Walk away from the situation because that situation is dangerous, and uh, it puts you in a in a horrible position. Can't afford a
0: criminal record. I can't afford to be jail for a long periods of time. I have people I have to provide for. Literally I have responsibilities after me. Mm. While my pride is important, I question all the time whether it's more important than my mom being able to get taken care of. And so I've had. I was a violent person when I was a teenager, but I recognized the consequences of that potentially long term if I kept going that way, which is why I haven't fought for, for for so many years. But
2: I've been smart. That's 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 a good choice. Again, guys, they say speak softly and carry a big stick, right? Like getting into fights is very unintelligent, especially in 2022. Uh, especially if you live in a litigious country like like America like <laughs> you're going to get sued you're going to get a criminal record you're going to like it's a disaster you don't you don't want that on your you know you you don't want that you're, you're, like it's going to be terrible for you so don't even allow positions like this to occur um
0: Yeah, i agree in situations where i've been close and i've walked away and i've heard people say like man that's a cowardly move well, my you view it that way. But I think man? the measurement of the man is how he's able to take care of the people around him.
2: Uh, again, I, I actually disagree. Like, if you were on the verge of fighting, but the fighting would have led to more negative consequences than the walking away, then the walking away is a smart move. And who cares what they think? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You made the correct decision in that moment, and you have the wisdom to be able to make such a decision, right? Whereas uh, many people in, in that position would have, you know, uh, succumbed to the animal nature and and would have destroyed themselves as a result. It takes a wise man to be able to, well, he didn't turn the other cheek. You just need to not be in sketchy situations, right? Um, that's, that's the idea here. And it doesn't make you less of a man to avoid the problem.
0: And what kind of man can't be there to take care of his family when they're most in need? That's how I view it. What's the upside of you beating that person up? You maintain your pride? Great. But then when your people are struggling because you can't be there to provide, are you also being a man? Mm.
2: Well, what he's saying here is, you know, like, you're not a man if you don't provide. Well, like... If you don't provide for those who are most important to you, who are you know treating you well, I I would I would be inclined to agree. But to imply that a man who's not a provider is not a man—that's that's going too far, because not everyone deserves to be provided for, and there's nothing wrong with saying no to providing to somebody who is you know not deserving of your providing. But I agree. If they have earned your provision, if they have earned your power as a man, then it's on you to maintain that, Well, whereas it's on them to maintain your good nature, effectively.
0: I have responsibilities. And it's tough to say this to people, but I, I say this all the time. Your pride is not nearly as important as you think it is like the amount of people that die over ego true is absurd oh nigga you stepped on my shoes i'm bruv you bumped into me apologize and he doesn't apologize now you're fighting somebody gets stabbed i've seen that i've seen that too many times i've seen that too many times because people couldn't swallow their pride guys life is meant to be lived don't be out there throwing your life away over petty bullshit
2: agreed this is actually very sound advice great job agreed (laughs) yeah great advice Like, we're not out here just being hotheads. Again, you don't know who they are. You don't know what they know. You don't know what they have. You don't know what they're carrying. Like, again, this is why it's very important for people to be, especially men, for men to be polite and respectful to other men that they don't know. Uh, Because there is always that implicit threat of violence, right? And if you wear your heart on your sleeve... I mean, uh, things are going to go really bad for you. Like, t- I don't know what to tell you.
0: And now this is not necessarily petty. Somebody threatened his home, his abode. But what recourse does he have? So when he chooses to leave that home and he doesn't engage that other person, someone's like, yo, you're a coward. That's not the way I view it. He's making the difficult choice. He's, he's not giving into his ego and fighting that person. That's right. Because what's if he goes fighting? What's going to happen? The person may have a gun, a knife. He might be stronger. Beat him up, exactly. Yeah, who knows? Sneeko might win.
3: Go to jail. But then if, he
0: can't
2: be it, there for it, his girl. It's a like, lose lose situation. It's a lose lose situation. even if
3: we if it wins in a fight, then the other person can sue. Yeah.
2: Ex- you see, you see what I said. Exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, it's it's a disaster. Like, um. Anyway, you you heard what I was talking about with the litigious country stuff. That's right. Um. Yeah, in that case, Sneeko needs to walk away. He needs to get out of that area. All right, uh, let's read this article by Rolo Tomasi here. Uh, not all women aren't like that. On many occasions, I've been confronted with what I've observed to be the most common retort, rebuttal, or oh no, you didn't response to anything I propose about the nature of women. Oh, what the hell, I'll just let female comment a living tree illustrated for you from my shadow post. Okay, here it is. Uh, Rational male. did you actually mean what you said? The single most common shaming tactic that women use against men is quote-unquote shallow? And you're upset about that? Thank God for that. What I wouldn't do to be in men's shoe if that is the case. The list of shaming tactics men use against women is so incredible, hostile, and hurtful that I can hardly even repeat them. And it embarrasses me you're even complaining about being called shallow. What? I wouldn't do to be called shadow instead of uh, fat, ugly, angry, B-word, gold digger, selfish, womanist, uh, W-word, whenever I speak my mind about something controversial. You guys have no idea how good you have it if being chastised for being shadow is the biggest of your problems. I've illustrated examples of feminine solipsism in many posts, but to really understand it, you have to read the responsive comments of women when they are presented with an objective observation critical of women in general, how they solipsistically interpret the attack, quote-unquote, personally, reinterpret it in their personal experience, and then re-offer their interpretation as a generalized, i.e. universal truth. Or that Living Tree continue to spell this out a bit more succinctly for you. Oh, and incidentally, as a woman... I make my selection of relationship companions not based on looks or money or ambition or how much they want me. All those things are nice and sometimes it's enough to get a first date, but I and my decision continues uh, to continue dating someone is based on one factor alone. Does he have class? Sadly, this means I don't find I date much. They get weeded out really quickly. I suggest you guys do the same. There really isn't much out there to choose from among men or women, I'm afraid. But if we're all making our, our mating decisions based on looks, money, or ambition, or how much they want us, well, then we're fostering bad character in each other. And well, you get the picture. If you haven't read Shadow yet, the real objective of that essay can be found in the first paragraph. Uh, terms like quote-unquote shallow and quote-unquote superficial are contextually defined from a feminized perspective and through shaming serve to enforce feminine primacy. Of course, nor in this article do I personalize my take on this particular shame. I'm only outlining a process and uh, observing a feminine social convention. Obviously, I don't have to defend the observation, but Living Tree's response highlights the typical uh, female reaction to an ego-invested, gender-specific offense process the objective in a personalized context, reinterpret the intent of that objectivity, which is to imply bias, defend the feminine, defend the ego, and then re the corrected universal interpretation in as feminine positive a way as possible. Oh, and if you can add a bit of masculine shame into that re-generalization for daring to have been critically objective about the feminine in the first place, all the better. And so there's NAWALT, which stands for Not All Women Are Like That. Anyone who spent more than a month reading comment threads on the Manosphere blogs understand the reason NAWALT has become a troth worthy of its own acronym. Um, not all women are like that is the most common default go-to response for feminine personal offenses. You'll have to forgive the $10 words I used in the previous paragraph, but they were necessary to describe a process that leads to Naywalt. Obviously, women's minds, uh, or humans in general, don't run through a mental algorithm step-by-step step like this until they repurpose objectivity into a subjective universal truth they find more palatable. They don't need to when the work is already done for them in their NAWALT response. Just as the other feminine social conventions like Just Be Yourself or the classic Let's Just Be Friends, uh, not all women are like that. As a mental process that's already been socialized by the feminine imperative for ease of use for women. Even when women are forced by incontrovertible evidence to concede an objective observation that's damaging to the feminine, Naywalt is useful. It's usually at this point of concession that the "ooh, men-do-it-too reaction is enacted. If at some point during the process of personal reinterpretation a woman has the spark of real introspection or is forced to ignore knowledge not-so-flattering aspect of female nature, Uh, men make it in the objective, the next natural default is to compare that aspect to another male aspect, much as Living Tree attempts in her shallow responses. The rationale is one of, well, we women are bad, but you men are worse, and simply sidestep the original objective point being made. Distracting the issue is just bad debate 101, but it's interesting to see the natural fluidity with which feminist minds will resort to it. The issue isn't the issue. The issue is that men do something similar so the offensive point is invalidated. Needless to say, this does nothing to address the original point. So not all women are, are, aren't like that. The usefulness of Naywalt really extends beyond just the defensive measure. Uh, Naywalt is used and personalized in the hopes that women will gen- generate sympathetic opinions of themselves and by extension women on a whole, in defense of feminine perspectives. However, not all women are like that until all women are like that. If I were to debate the uniquely feminine merits of feminine social conventions that cast women in a positive light, i.e. one that complements the feminine imperative, then all women are like that, and that, what's better is that no man is ever like that. For example, if I were to bolster the myth of the feminine mystique on a forum or blog praising the aspects of women, you would never read, yeah, but not all women are like that, nor would you read, yeah, but men do this too. If I find something laudable about the feminine then no woman has an objective problem with all women are like that and there'll never be a sympathetic counter element that finds a corollary with anything men do in other words naywalt but men are always like that All right and back to this video here
3: 100% he's in the states so you, you know, y'all y'all state people they you sue for nothing for anything Literally so one thing that I had to learn
0: growing oh up as God, a man is to swallow my pride true it's hard to do let go of stuff walk away walk away learn to do it it's rarely worth it the amount of people who have gone to jail over spur of the moment fights is absurd
2: absurd true
0: it's taken away so many of our young men off these streets over bullshit some dude says something on facebook i'm gonna shoot him that happens
2: happens very often that's hilariously stupid but true yeah, no, that's that's right. And especially if you allow, you know, like what, what it's like in the United States. Like it's very, very easy to, let's just say, get your hands on um, something that's not great. And so because of that, people are more at risk, right? And so young men it, being in that position, well, you know. Too often. It's dumb. It's crazy. So
3: that's why I want I, I, and you know. Nobody disrespected me. Yeah. He disrespected me. Yeah, you can't disrespect. You can't. You, you can't. You know. Yo, who we f- yo. Yeah. Now let's, we go. Now we both go to jail. Let's go. We hard nigga. <laughs> let's go. Yeah.
2: I'm curious, preach Disaster.
3: <laughs>
2: I wonder how many conversations like that have led to to ridiculous situations. You know that have have ended up being terrible for both people. No, this is actually this actually is good advice for Ben. Um. You need to always be thinking about the bigger picture. And you as a man, you're looking to be successful in the world, not end up in a metal box somewhere, you know?
3: (laughs) I removed everything off my car Mm. about a couple of months ago Mm. because people just couldn't recognize me. And, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people that have road rage and stuff like that. They get out their car. They, you know, I don't – I deal – badly with that but at the point where I'm at I have to deal with that mm-hmm. now I know for a fact that I'm going to have to work extra hard the minute I'm going to get kids that's going to be very hard I become very protective I got, I'm not a jealous dude my girl can handle herself on that if she looks at me she's like the kid is fool then it's a different thing but that has never happened and it will like she can handle herself
2: yeah um this is also a problem right but again uh, i'm sure that the the people would be much more sympathetic if you were doing stuff in defense of your children right like that's that's a different scenario right um people are very sympathetic in, in cases like this so um don't worry about that um yeah but if you're getting into a fight of road rage or other crap it's there's literally there's no point it's like really really no point but if she feels threatened that that's a
3: whole other thing you know the the whole thing where you know women get pregnant and they got that big belly and random strangers come up to them and touch the belly You're not down for that. Come on, B. Don't, don't, don't. I just want to feel the baby. Brian Stiller, whatever his name is, Brian. Th-
2: don't <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I don't know about this. Like again, people are going to need to learn to respect your personal space, right? And and your girl's personal space. This is also accurate, right? But again, if if your girl is out in public and and people are doing that, like a polite please don't do that should do should do fine especially especially said from a from a strong man it should have no you should have no issues there
3: no. I, this a singer whatever it doesn't y'all know um no i don't i don't i don't feel that oh okay. or, or i'm walking down this street and i got it and you take pictures of my kids i'm
0: not mad at it but what do you do in those circumstances Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? There's the impulse, I understand. I think we all get it. Man. If somebody threatens you to fight back, it makes a lot of sense in those situations. Somebody's taking a picture of your kids, the instinct to fight back. Man. But is it the smart choice? Is it no, the it's right not. choice? No, it's
2: not. It's not. Well, in general, what is the first move? The first move is to speak politely. Second move is, I mean, if, you, if you're really worried about litigation and stuff, right? Just turn on your phone, start recording, Right. And say the things that you want to say, and if they are being, you know, ridiculous and not going with what you say and not respecting, not respecting you, then you have the whole situation recorded. People tend to change their behavior when they know that there could be consequences, and recording the situation uh, could prevent many poor consequences. There,
3: right? Okay. And I understand when he says, you know. Who, who do I call? I know when I, I get it. I joked about it, but I get it. Mm. Because you call the police, they can't do nothing because it was not really a threat. Mm-hmm. And you got this lurker doing whatever the hell he wants. There's nothing for people like that. It's like, well, you know, you're known. People are gonna take pictures of you. It's no big deal. It's a picture. Calm down. Like they're gonna get. It's like the police, they're good with that. Mm. It has to go to an extreme for something to happen and for them to do something. Mm-hmm. Again, I was, in a, I was in a bar with two of my girlfriends. Mm. I was at a bar, and one of my girls, she goes to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom before. I'm like, okay, go to the bathroom. I'm going to order you your, your, your drink. I order a drink. There was another dude. This next dude is there, and he starts talking to us, which is fine. But at some point, he becomes intoxicated like that. I think the pill or whatever, whatnot. We get a drink. Me and my other friend, we looked inside the drink, and I was like, "Yo, is, is that a bug in the drink?" And while we're looking, because we thought it was a bug in the drink, this dude throws something in there, in our faces, mm. like right there. And I'm like, "Yo, what the hell is this?" Like, well, you know, just to have a little bit of fun.
2: So me, I flip. I was about
3: to, I was about to erase that dude.
2: Yeah, this is like. This is when you go talk to the bartender, right? And you make this guy a known quantity, right? And then the authorities will deal with it, right? That's, that's when, that's, that would be the situation. Now, I don't know how this relates to snitches, right? Because maybe if you're in a certain neighborhood, you, you can't be doing that. I don't know. But in most civilized places, you, that, that's a thing. You can do that. That would be the correct response as opposed to getting into a fight. All right, uh, let's go on to the Reddit post. This is uh, from Relationship Advice. Uh, So the girl's 35 and the guy's 30. GF dumped me because I said no to bedroom fun. Not going to go in details, but last week was extremely busy for both of us, so we couldn't really spend much time together. The schedule had to be back to normal after New Year's Eve. She spent Christmas with her family, I with mine since we agreed on this. However, my mood was muddied with the fact that my great uh, my grandfather's brother is dying, so it's a matter of days. I spoke to her about this, she knows. So yesterday, she texts me in the morning and says she wants bedroom fun. Yet I was busy and couldn't decide if I'll go visit my parents or not yet. She started to get upset and say things like, I'm being hurt by you. I told her that I cannot be at two places at once. After a while, she sends another text saying, a woman says when bedroom fun will happen and a man is in no position to decide. I was like, what? and replied to her that I simply cannot dump everything I'm doing and just run to her because she wants morning bedroom fun. She gets extremely furious and says that she's wasting her time on me. It was all a mistake. I tell her to calm down. Let's go for a walk in a few hours. She replies, get the H away from me. So today I try to see if she calmed down and she says, we're done. Funny part is that we actually had to spend the day together after lunch. But hey, since I said no when she wanted it in the morning, I guess I'm the bad guy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so so apparently they were dating for six months. Update. After thinking about it a while, I realized she was being very manipulative. Everything should be done her way. She picks the movies. She picks the activities. If I disagreed on something, she'd usually act all hurt. I feel like I'm being A-worded. But she always used this line. You don't have to if you don't want to. After reading some articles, she really fits the A-word type. Sad stuff. And uh, update number two, she texted me apologizing that the end was so abrupt. She won't go into detail, but said that I'm a good person. She wishes me the best. Her explanation, why get closer together if we have no further future? Uh, Yeah, she doesn't care about you. She was just using you. And if you you didn't, you didn't want to be like the yes man. And so she's going to go find another, uh, she's going to go find a yes man. Uh, 218 upvotes. Be glad she showed her true colors this early on. That's crappy behavior. No matter the gender, she did you a favor. 37 upvotes. She did uh, fume up when Bedroom Fun was off the table, so we had to talk uh, that I can't be, uh, you know, into Bedroom Fun 24-7. And it seemed that she understood and things got better. Seems not. But notice that sometimes if she doesn't like it, uh, she almost uh, starts shouting about it. Yeah, it's whatever. 16 of us. Be happy the trash took itself out. Imagine if you'd realized earlier... Uh, that she needed out and you were the one to pull the plug her reaction would be would not be pretty and the drama filled extravaganza would possibly include others I believe right now she's pulling a power move in anticipation of you begging for another chance block now so you won't have to deal with her further agreed so again guys if you're new to the channel liking the content hit that sub hit all for notifications if you'd like to support me I do have a uh, Patreon with exclusive content patreon.com slash the helios blog just go there and subscribe to the nebula tier again it's for stuff I can't put on YouTube Again, it's patreon.com slash theheliosblog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shoutouts to him. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to the end of the video. I really do appreciate it, especially if you made it to the end of the video. Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you next time.